Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. I'm actually going to be joined by two guests that have previously been on the show a couple of times, and I'm sure you all know who they are. Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw from Keep It Cleaner are going to join me today to talk about ways that we can stay motivated to train and how we can stay productive to get work done and productive to continue working on ourselves and, and developing ourselves personally and, and help bring up those around us while we're in isolation. Um, obviously, the last few episodes have kind of been based around the fact that most people are at home at the moment, and I'm just going to try and put out as much content as I can to help you out to make sure that you are uh, staying motivated, as I said, staying productive, and and also keeping yourself busy. I think that's really important throughout this period of time, and, and not busy watching Netflix either. Um, I, I mean... A lot of us are going to be spending a lot more time doing things like that because let's be let's be honest, there's there's not much else we can do outside of um, our own work and and everything throughout the day and exercising and staying active. We have a lot more time on our hands, but in saying that, we don't want this time to go to waste and we don't want to get complacent with just doing nothing every single day. Um, so big thank you to the girls for joining me on today's show. I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of our chat. Um, if you do, make sure you take a screenshot of today's episode and post it up on your Instagram story for me straight away. Um, tag myself, tag Steph, tag Laura and tag Keep It Cleaner. We'd love to get some feedback on what you think and if you've got any um, other ideas that we can add in as well. Um, I'm sure we can take away something from each other um, and continue to help each other out and and stay uh, stay at our best throughout this period of time and come out on top of this um, ahead. So I hope you enjoy today's interview with the girls. Girls, thanks for joining me on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast again. It's good to see you both. Thank you for having us back. We miss you. I know. Well, you know, I miss you a little bit, but not not enough to come and see you. So I thought I'd just do it um, via Zoom instead. This is probably a good distance for me. <laughs> from Laura or me? <laughs> well, let's be honest. It's definitely from me. <laughs> How are you both? Good, going good. Um, we've been very lucky that we've been able to work from home and we're safe at home. Mm. Um, obviously, it's hard to be isolated from everyone, but I think considering everything, we're, we're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to look at the positives. And I suppose um, we've actually, our team's been working kind of in self isolation for the last two weeks already. So we're all kind of getting used to it. Getting used to it. Yeah. I was, I, um, I did a podcast yesterday um with a friend of mine and we were talking about how um the biggest thing that you need to to get good at at the moment is just learning to adapt and mm. you should you should be able to do it anyway like outside of having to be in isolation but it, it teaches you as well that the things that you'd usually complain about you know like I, I mentioned to him sometimes he asks me to come and train him at his office instead of coming into msac so when something like that comes up i'm like oh fuck Better leave MSAC and drive there and then come back. Whereas now I'm like, oh, couldn't care less. I'd love to come to your office. Yeah. <laughs> so now it just it totally. teaches you to, to adapt and, and move on. But um, I've mentioned in the intro what I wanted to um, chat about today with you girls. And I reckon mm-hmm. your insight will be very helpful for a lot of people. So, Laws, I might ask you first, what, um, what are you doing at the moment to maintain your motivation to train? Obviously, you're someone you're both um, very into your training and you probably don't need that much of a push to do it anyway but being inside all day and probably not having as much 
purpose as usual. What, um, what are you doing to stay motivated? I think at the moment, it's funny. I've actually been more motivated to train than I am usually because it's the one part of my day that makes me feel like, I suppose, a little bit of normality and feel in routine because I know if I get up and I start my day with my workout, I've kind of started it the normal way that I do. And mm. then I know it's going to energize me. And then, I, you know, when I sit down to work, it also means that I get up work out and then have a shower and get dressed, which I think is really important um, to kind of feel normal and, and stay awake. I find that if I stay in my pajamas all day, I feel lethargic. I don't have energy yeah. to get work done and I'm really unmotivated. So I think it's kind of the kickstart to my motivation each day. And that, you know, it's funny, that is what's keeping me motivated. Kickstart, was yeah. that pun intended or what? <laughs> I guess always intended, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many of these puns have you got written down right in front of you right now? You're going to try and listen <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm quick with my jokes. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> Steph, what about yourself? Um, I'm the same. I'm more motivated than ever. Um, and I think a lot of the time it's because I'm quick to use things like getting to work or like sitting in traffic or getting other things that I usually have to go and do. Um, I usually make them an excuse to kind of put exercise off sometimes. So now I've got more time. Mm. Um, I've actually been putting, yeah, more effort into prioritizing exercise. So, and also I've, um, I've never really had equipment at home. Obviously a lot of our workouts, we do a body weight, but I've always found, I still kind of kept my gym membership to do my kick workouts there because I always found that just having some equipment around accessible gave me that little bit of extra motivation, um, and just challenges my kick workouts a little bit more. Um, but I found myself rarely going to the gym. And so I would end up just like kind of not really having an exercise routine. Like one day I would walk, yeah. the next day I would run. And I just didn't really, as much as I was doing what my body felt like it wanted to do each day, I did miss kind of having everything accessible um, like I've had in the past um, when I used to go to the gym like all the time. And so Josh and I, before all this lockdown stuff happened, got a few, you know, dumbbells, kettlebells and made things accessible in the house. And ever since I've had, that stuff at home um it's just you know all i need is pretty much the width of like two mats space on the floor and i yep. can do anything so that's given me so much motivation and um yeah i i mean i'm definitely still having rest days um but i feel like i'm walking more like mm-hmm. i'm walking ari once or twice a day just to get out of the house so <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i suppose i'm fortunate that i have been more motivated I've and, and taken, you know, this extra time as um, a time where I can try and get into a really good routine. Obviously, we don't know how long this is all going to last for, but maybe when it all ends, I'll, I'll take this kind of love for getting it done every day or um, five days a week or whatever um, yeah. through to those busier periods too. Who knows? Probably, probably pretty handy as well having, I know you both got little home gym setups now as well, like <laughs> almost like walking through that doorway and that kind of like just puts you in the, the headspace of, all right, it's time to train instead of just being, like you said, you like usual, you're at work all day or whatever and then you go, all right, I'm going to go over to the corner of the office and do a workout now. When you walk into mm. that room now, it's probably like, all right, it's time time to get shit done. Yeah, and I've seen a few girls in our community. Yeah, I think um, I've seen a few girls in the community and it doesn't necessarily have to be like a gym or anything, but they've got their place where their mat is always set up and, Mm. you know, their couple of dumbbells in the corner and that's just like their space. So they've always got that there ready for them to go Um, and I think it does make a difference. Like a bit of a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's funny, isn't it? I, I was thinking about this the other day that although there's probably a lot of people that aren't training like they usually would be at the moment, there's also, I reckon, a shitload of people who never do anything, who are now walking every single day or are now doing bodyweight exercise or now starting to see the benefits or even just going for a walk, that once this is all over, it's going to open up their mind to, all right, maybe I should be exercising or I've really noticed that I feel so good after going for my walk every day. Why haven't I been doing this in the past? Oh, I hope so. I hope it's, I mean, I've definitely seen even in the neighborhood when I'm walking around, so many more people are out on bikes Mm. or going for runs and going for walks. Then I think it's just that sad thing that when you're told you can't do something, you want to go and do it. And it's, you know, we spend so much time on our screens and already watching Netflix and all that sort of stuff every night. And um, it's nice to see that when we're told that that's kind of what we're possibly only going to be able to do, then people are like, oh, I should probably go outside and <laughs> exercise. So it is, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and I hope people do kind of fall in love with moving their body regularly and um, they take it, you know, when we get out of this time, they can um, continue with those good, good habits. Yeah. Mm. Um, I am definitely someone that's guilty like I'm not really home that much but when I am home I'm definitely someone guilty of just going and eating for the sake of eating or if (laughs) something's there I'll eat it or you know boredom eating like it and I'm Mm. not usually that bored that often but it's more so just like it's there so I'm just gonna Mm. do it and I reckon a lot of people are very similar so Laws how have you been avoiding boredom eating or just eating for the sake of doing it because you're always home like um i know you are very good at organizing you both are very good at organizing stuff to take into the office so you have your lunch whatever but you're not sitting there all day just like right next to the pantry and and going back and forth expecting there'd be something different in the fridge this time when you look at it after the past 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally i mean i think that's the hardest thing is that we're not as busy and so we're thinking i mean we spoke about it a a little bit before we started this podcast but you're always thinking about the next meal that you're going to have because it's something to look forward to i suppose but for me i've set my workspace up downstairs which is actually next to the kitchen but I'm looking at my workspace like I would my office yeah. and so I'm I'm stepping into the room even though it's connected with my kitchen but that area I step into every morning like around nine o'clock and then I've been pretty much staying there all day until you know 5 30 or whatever it might be each day like I usually would at work um, and then I'm having a lunch break which has actually been awesome because I've been able to, um, hmm. I suppose, make make food and have that have that accessible, which is amazing. Um, but I'm just trying to keep my mindset um, in that kind of that mental mode of this is my workspace. I wouldn't usually go to the kitchen 24 times a day when I'm at work, so I'm not going to do it at home. Yeah. But also, I'm also trying not to put too much pressure on myself yeah. because I know during this time I've seen a lot of people that are saying you know they're going to get abs in this time or like lose all this weight and because they're going to get they have lots of time to get fit and that's totally fine like totally up to whatever people want to do but I think it's really important to remember that we we aren't as busy so we will have food more accessible and and maybe it's okay to overeat a little during this time Um, and also we're not doing any incidental exercise so obviously you could do your workout but then incidental exercises like maybe makes up maybe half of our energy expenditure for the day and we're not getting that so I think it's yeah more well there you go Mm. so I think it's really important to remember that um during this time you know we might our bodies might change a little bit like we might not look the same as we usually do but I think once everything goes back to normal um that it'll be totally fine and it's Mm. almost kind of not worth putting the pressure on ourselves um obviously it's not healthy to be snacking 40 times a day (laughs) um because you know that's not what we usually do but I just think it's important to um, yeah, it's so not too much, put too much pressure on at this time. 
Mm. Steph, what about yourself? Yeah, I think when you said what you usually do, that's kind of what I've been thinking is like I would usually have breakfast, lunch, dinner and an afternoon snack and then a snack after dinner. That's usually kind of the amount of food that I would usually eat. And so I was saying earlier before we started recording that I've actually been enjoying slowing down and eating my breakfast. So actually completely making it, not just making a smoothie on the go and drinking it in the car, like sitting mm. down and having a coffee with Josh. And um, I th- and I'm the same with you, Laws, like actually going to the kitchen and kind of taking my time, making my lunch and all that mm. sort of stuff. So I think I'm just keeping in mind that I've, I've kept with the whole like breakfast, lunch and dinner and two snacks. And so that's normal for me. And I've been keeping to that kind of routine even now at home. But also, as I said earlier, I've kind of been extra active, um, I suppose, um, with my workouts and everything like that. So if I feel like another snack, I'll, I'll make myself another snack or I'll go get some fruit or something. And it's exactly to your point earlier, Laws. Um, I think it's, I feel really kind of proud that I've come a long way in losing that guilt in those times where I might have extra snacks. I think I've learned really to be so in tune with my body that I know that I'm like eating and snacking because I'm, I still need a bit of fuel or I've burnt maybe more than I usually would on that day compared to just kind of boredom eating. So I think you've just got to get to a point where you slowly recognize the difference and then be okay with the days that you are just eating because you're bored and just maybe trying not to do that every day. <laughs> Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. Look, uh, Steph, you touched on how you're so used to making a smoothie or whatever and just running out of the house. I quickly realized that I've got absolutely fuck all stuff here to actually even make <laughs> breakfast. I'm like, I don't think I've sat down and had breakfast in age. I can't remember the last time I sat down and just had breakfast at home. But we've all used the word routine um, so far. And I think this is something that I've talked about with um, with like my email list and, and even in the podcast, I think already about how important it is to keep some form of structure and routine. Like Laura, you touched on before how you get up, you have your shower, you get dressed and you, you exercise or whatever, and then you start your day. Um, how important do you both think it is to, to maintain that? And Laura, as you said as well, about how not just just wasting the whole day and sleeping in and watching TV and then getting to lunchtime and you realize that you've done nothing with the day. Cause at some point, unfortunately for some people, we are going to have to go back to work and um, it's going <laughs> to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot harder to get back into routine. If you've just completely switched off for this, mm. you know, however many months we have to end up doing this. Mm. Absolutely. I think for me personally, I'm a bit of an A type personality and I think it's important to remember that everyone's different and to, try not to I feel like there's been a lot of posts on social media about what to do in this time and that's awesome Mm. but I think it's important to remember that that might not work for you but what personally works for me is I am fueled by um, productivity and getting things done so I when I get up and I'm productive and I tick things off I get energy from that and I feel more motivated to keep going so for me the busier I am the more I get done and the better I manage my time but when I have not a lot on and I um, I just tend to do nothing and, and that makes me feel 
lethargic, tired, um, and not motivated to kind of get things done. So that for me is really important. Um, and it doesn't, I mean, a lot of people might be in, in a position where they have actually, they don't have their job at the moment. So they don't actually have work to do at home. That's okay. It doesn't have to be work. It can be as simple as, you know, wanting to start a veggie patch and ordering the things from Bunnings online um, and then learning about like what vegetables to plant and then doing that. It can be anything. It can be mm. playing a game, Monopoly, but it's just, and that's why workouts, I think, are, and as you said, so many people have been doing it when they might not usually, because I think it's something to do that you can start your day with that you tick off and you feel like, hang on, I've done something today and I feel good about it. Yeah, um, so I think that's productive. why so many people might be training. Yeah. I have found for sure that the first week, like last week in particular, I found that I was sitting here for like three, I would say, all right, I've got two, three hours that I want to smash out a heap of work and get like an hour and a half in. And I'd be like, fuck me, I've done absolutely nothing like because because i know i have so much time to get it done i found it really hard to adjust to the fact that i had so much time because usually i might have like 30 minutes i got, I got 30 minutes to do as many emails as i can or to write out it today's email whatever it is and you just do it because you just like all right you give yourself a, a, a time schedule so i think that could mm. even be um that's something that i found has worked well this week is doing the opposite of what i did last week so actually saying all right from 11 a.m to 12 um, so till lunchtime, I'm only doing emails or I'm only writing programs. I'm putting my phone down. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to call anyone, blah, blah, blah. Once that's done, I'll have a break and then figure out what's next. And I've been so much more productive this week. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd even say, um, uh, to do lists, are a big one, um, more to your point laws of like ticking things off. I feel like there's so many things like, especially I'm here with Josh and, you know, he's busy with his own stuff too, but I think as well, even with soda, like we had, um, there was certain times of the month that I kind of gave my attention and time. And obviously there's times when I need to be um, in the loop with soda stuff. But I think because I'm accessible to him now, um, it's almost like, this is great. Like, let's, let's keep talking about soda. And um, I think last week, because we had a bit of a quieter week with work with Kick, I was able to do so. And it was great. And we got a lot done. And it was really productive. Um, but then this week we've had a lot more on the to-do list for kick. And so mm. it's like, I've had to kind of give myself boundaries. So I think it's about, you know, setting yourself, um, as you said, Dan, maybe it is times in the days where you're going to do certain things because I have found as well with, even with emails, I know how much I've got to get done. Um, but I know I've got all day, to yeah. do it. but the days that I've got, you know, like a zoom meeting call or a podcast recording at a certain time, like at least that that's a task that I know I've got to get it done by. Um, so even what you said, Laura, is like, if it's not work, just setting yourself random tasks. I think it's just a good idea to keep doing things. But what I have thoroughly enjoyed, I will say, is last weekend. I mean, I wasn't really feeling 100%, so that probably had something to do with it. But I had a complete weekend off where I just like, you know, I, I might have walked and did 15 minutes of yoga or stretching. But other than that, I was literally watching Netflix the whole weekend. Like I'm talking six hours watching the TV, sitting on the couch, not really doing much else. And as much as it did bring on, you know, I felt lethargic and, you know, not exactly myself. It was really nice to kind of just do nothing. And but I think it's important that Monday I was like, OK, let's get back into routine. I wouldn't usually have a Monday off. So yeah, back to normal, wake up, work out, get into work like so, yeah, I think what you said, Dan, even if you have unfortunately lost your job in this time, find other things to keep yourself productive and your mind ticking. And, yeah, I think it's healthy. Now, uh, I both, do both of you do meditation daily? Not daily. I wish. I want to. Yeah. yeah. 
Laws, what about yourself? Maybe three times a week now. Yeah, mm. cool. Because, um, Steph, as you just mentioned, there are a lot of people that have probably lost their jobs or, um, or a lot of people as well. They're like, you know, I was thinking about this this morning, people that don't have a partner or don't live with their family or whatever, mm. and all of a sudden you're not at work, you don't have someone to be at home with all day, you're not meant to go and see friends. So mm. it can be like pretty lonely time and it also it just causes like a lot of anxiety and stress for a lot of people, especially if you haven't got mm. money coming in, you still pay, whatever it is. So um, like is there anything that you guys have been doing extra to try and stay on top of your headspace? Yeah, scheduling I in think- me time. Um, me time for me has been like a a big one that I, even before this happened, I realized that it was something that was going to keep me kind of ticking. Um, it was something that I crave and that, that kind of recharges me. But I think now that I've got more time, I've been putting more time aside for that sort of stuff. So I've been doing yoga a lot more, which has actually helped a lot with getting into meditation. Um, even just like having time alone and having a bath or just (laughs) doing little things. Cause whilst it's great to have a companion at home and to have your partner with you, I'm also a a bit of an introvert when it comes to, you know, I recharge by being by myself. So I still need that alone time. (laughs) So I need to do those things for me. Um, And I definitely think it's important in this time to really check in with yourself and learn about yourself. I think we're all going to learn a lot about ourselves um, about what, kind of stresses us out what relaxes us what excites us um because there's just more to think about there's more time to think about it and we're not so go 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 there's all the time to think about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally i think as well for me it's been um staying connected and knowing that you can still be connected with people even though Mm. you are isolated and i think that's something that's really important um and you know it might be picking up your phone and facetiming your like a, a if you have grandparents that you might not speak to all the time but you have time to do it now and knowing i think it's really nice speaking with family members that you don't always get to speak to because especially if they're home as well you can bring so much joy to them and you can see it in their face and that kind of gives you energy and then you feel really good um and so i think it's it's nice to use the time that while we're so isolated i think it's really special how amazing communities have been able to come together i mean in the kit community it's been just incredible like mm-hmm. all the girls like get being together and like getting up and doing those live workouts at 7 a.m even though they might not have anything on for the rest of the day they're still putting their alarm on getting out of bed and doing it and even though they're alone in at home um so they're kind of not you know there's no one with them they feel connected and, and we feel connected as a community when when we're taking them i'm kind of feeling like i'm with all of them even though you know we're not we're we're separate Steph and I have to do it separately. Um, but I think it's just really important to remember that while we're isolated, it doesn't mean we're alone. Yeah. We're literally alone and physically alone, but we are not, it, it's not, that's not the way it is. We, we have mm. connection um, online and we're so lucky. I mean, imagine if this was a hundred years ago and we literally just were at home, not even, do we have a home phone? I was going to say maybe not even a hundred years ago, less than a hundred yeah. years ago. Yeah. No internet, you know, we're very lucky to have all these ways to communicate. So I think it's important to remember that. And while it might not be the ideal way that you want to communicate, you want to see your friends, but you can't. So what's the next best thing to FaceTime or, mm. you know, do house party, whatever. <laughs> I think something um, really cool that I'd challenge everyone to do. Um, I'm about to do it after this actually is send like a, a, either a video message, a voicemail, or even as a text message, preferably something a bit more personal like voice or, or video though, to like five to six people that you think would need it. So it doesn't, mm. it could be your best friend. 
it could be someone that you know that isn't working at the moment, someone that you know may live alone or, or whatever it is. Um, because, you know, I posted this thing on my story the other day. It definitely um, is a time at the moment, I reckon, where you start to figure out, you know, you've got associates and you've got friends, like people that, that you see at certain events or see at certain things just because you're both at the same place or you've got people that are genuinely like caring about your um, well-being and stuff like that. Um, and you get a heap of um, satisfaction out of it for yourself as well. And it's also just another way to communicate. So I think you both um, mm. nailed it there. Um, right. I had one more thing I wanted to ask. And I can't fucking remember it. I want to say on voice memos, mm. I have found myself voice memoing everyone, like people 100%. that I wouldn't usually voice memo because I feel like, this is, I'm going to just communicate to you instead of messaging you because I miss talking to different people and hearing other people's voices. It's so <laughs> it's much better. good unless you're at home watching a movie and I'm like getting this voice memo from Seb. I'm like, pause the movie, listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know when you get a voice message on WhatsApp, you can listen to it at your ear? Did you yeah, know that? still though. Okay, it's good. It's still like... <laughs> Yeah, still, she just wants to watch her movie, Steph. Fuck, leave her alone. Well, put your phone away. I love the voice messages. Well, I'm just, I don't, the thing with voice memos is you don't know because with the text, you can read it and think, okay, this is urgent or it's not. But with a voice Mm. memo, it's like, is it? (laughs) Is it not? It's unknown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? That is it. That's all. That's all I wanted to talk about for now. But I, uh, I'll get, I'll get one more thing from both of you before we wrap it up. Um, Steph, well, I think everybody is overloaded on Netflix so far. So, Steph, um, what what's a series that you'd recommend for people to watch on Netflix? Okay, so I have a few. Um, I've gone back in time and I'm finally watching Vampire Diaries, which is on Stan. So <laughs> I don't know if you'd like that one, Dan. Um, and <laughs> I also am really into the F1 documentary. On, How good is it? Um, oh. It's so good. I have never been interested in Formula One and now suddenly I'm so into it. So I highly recommend that even if you are like me and didn't have any interest, you will become interested, I promise. And then also um, Money Heist. Really love Money Heist. It's in Spanish, isn't it? Yeah, but I and I thought that was going to bother me. I really did. The first time I watched it, because Josh kind of got into it before I did, mm. I was like, oh, I can't deal with these subtitles. It's just going to distract me the whole time. But once you get into it, I don't even notice it. Right. Interesting. Mm. Very well, good. Interesting. You didn't recommend Tiger Land, whatever it's called. What's it called? Oh, it's not King. for everyone though. I found it like weirdly entertaining, but I got over it at the end of it. But it's like kind of funny, but not everyone likes it. I feel that like every person mm. I've spoken to has said that it's entertaining and it's like it, it pull, like it drags you in. You watch the whole thing and it's really addictive, but no one seems to have actually enjoyed it. Like, everyone yeah, I talked to hasn't actually said agreed. that it was that good. They just said that it was really addictive to watch and at the end of it, they're yes. just like, oh, whatever. I think it was just entertaining in, in that kind of, I'm sure the same way like maths and all that kind of stuff wow. grabs you and you just become really interested in knowing the next step and the next part of the story. But when you finish it, you're like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> now, when I finish watching maths episodes, I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Course you do. <laughs> anyway, my recommendation is not that. Uh, so I just watched something on Netflix. I can't remember the exact name. It's called, I think it's called Self Made Woman or Self Made. Um, it's about CJ Walker, um, Madam Walker, who um, was a woman who started her own. She was the first self made millionaire um, in America. Um, she's, she was awesome. So I really like watching that. And uh, what else? I like Younger. I rewatched it. It's on Sam though. Is that allowed? 
That's well, all right. I do a stand. Yeah, we'll allow it. Yep, just. Anyway, oh, did you? you didn't even tell anyone. They'll be searching on Netflix and. No, I did <laughs> say Stan. I said Vampire Diaries is on Stan. You well, just be... obviously weren't listening to me. Well, they'll be looking yeah, on Netflix all you for. Yeah, because we talk um... about Vampire Diaries. <laughs> they'll be looking on Netflix for, for Steph's series that's on Stan. And Laura, they'll be looking for a series that they can't even find because you don't even know the name of it. So we're, we've done well here. People are so good to Tiger King. All right, we'll do that. Girls, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for um, for joining me on today's episode. Um, I appreciate oh, pleasure it. as always. Thanks, Dan. Nice to see you. Good to see you both. Um, and guys, if you have enjoyed today's episode, which I'm sure you have taken some value from it, please do take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram story for me and tag um, the three of us. We'd love to get some feedback. Girls, enjoy the rest of your day. Stay productive. Stay away from the pantry. And, you too. <laughs> um, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Bye.